Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And we have a wild one today. Definitely a wild one. I just thought of that while sitting here waiting for <laughs> to start recording. <laughs> Perfect. That was a good one. Uh, I like Sydney for, for the last episode. I have an interesting story not actually linking me personally <laughs> to this episode, but I will give you some fun facts later on and one includes how I heard about this. Yay, I'm excited to hear. Yes, it's uh it's interesting you're going to laugh at me. <laughs> Everyone's probably going to laugh. But it's been on my list for a while and it was kind of fun to cover this one. Yeah, this was uh definitely an interesting one, something I'd never heard of. Neither. So, <laughs> I'm excited to hear how you found out about it and all your little fun facts. Okay. Well, I don't think we really have any updates on anything before we dive in. <laughs> I know Sydney and I Sydney sent me an updated article on and we're recording in advance, so hopefully if anything changes, we'll let you know on our social media pages, but um on the Lake Mead situation. And there were a bunch of theories of who it potentially could be. But what did it say? According to the coroner's office, it could take up to a year to identify who it is. Yeah, it's going to take a while just because it was like it was so badly. Like it was like decomposed. Like decomposed, I'm, assuming it, yeah. I'm assuming there was literally just a barrel of bones. But and maybe I some guess we'll find sludge. out. Sludge. I don't know yeah, how that works. Sludge. In water. I can't remember. I it have is. heard podcast episodes on it, but. <laughs> well, there are, like, in some cases where they're more, for whatever reason, like, stay intact. But, like, this is going to be, like, a whole process to figure that all out. So, we'll see. But I doubt we'll have answers anytime soon. I also agree. But Well... Is what it is. All right, take it away, Peyton. Okay, I was going to say, I'll just dive into it then. <laughs> People all over the world are familiar with Bigfoot, Sasquatch, or the Yeti. In fact, the fascination of these creatures has inspired hundreds of hours of podcasts, documentaries, and shows. However, there is a creature in Australia whose history dates back way before those Bigfoot sightings. Not only that, but those sightings have been more frequent and ongoing, still occurring to this day. Today, we will discuss the Yowie. So, what is the Yowie? Well, that's kind of the first most important (laughs) thing to get through. And as I said in the intro, like Bigfoot, Sasquatch, or the Yeti, it is honestly considered like an Australian Bigfoot. And I'm sure, said when doing research, you saw that reference um, a lot. <laughs> yes. Just, yes. It's just the Australia's <laughs> version of our Bigfoot. That's ultimately what it is. All the pictures look exactly like it. <laughs> some some of them do. Some are not. I don't know. It's so weird. But um, I would say like 90% of them look like a Bigfoot. 
Yes, I would agree. So, Yowie is one of many names given to a creature of Australian folklore that has its roots in Aboriginal oral history. Uh, I'm going to pronounce some of these. So, <laughs> just a heads up, they get harder to pronounce. There are many of them. I'm going to give you three. It's known as Quinkin, Jugabina, and Dulaga. <laughs> And I think I did pretty well for how those are spelled. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Thank you. I practiced. <laughs> <laughs> so the Yowie captured my attention, like I said, because it's really similar to Bigfoot in the U.S. and Canada. It's a hairy creature standing anywhere from 5 to 12 feet with a wide, flat nose. It's very primate-like also considered to be maybe even an undiscovered species of a primate in Australia. There are potentially two different types of yaois. One is relatively smaller, standing anywhere between four to feet, five feet tall, and then a larger one that can be nine to 12 feet tall. It's described as more muscular than a Bigfoot, but a lot like a slimmer as well like it's I feel like Bigfoot's like hardier <laughs> thicker he's a husky husky there you go <laughs> so yowie footprints have been found as well but they vary in size even more than any Bigfoot's <laughs> variations that have been found and it also varies in the number of toes on each foot which I thought was wild it's, it is known to have a much larger print than, like, a human footprint, but it just, it always varies. And it's described as having red or brownish fur with, like, almost talons or claws on its hands and large teeth, almost fang-like a lot of times. Some sightings have described the Yowie to be shy and timid, but others claim it is aggressive and sometimes violent. Usually, it's seen attacking kangaroos or dogs, very rarely attacking humans, but it does tend to be, like, the more violent type of Sasquatch out there, whereas, like, Bigfoot, Yeti, they tend to hide. The exact origin of the term Yowie is quite unknown. According to some readings, it... <laughs> according to some writings, it was traced back to 1875 where it was in use amongst the Camillari people, I really hope I said that right, who described it as a spirit who roamed at night. However, many believe that the Yowie is not a true creature. It was actually a miscommunication or mistranslation from a Yahoo in the Aboriginal community. I just have to say, I really love that Yahoo is like a real word. <laughs> Yahoo! My like, uh, grandparents, Yahoo. my grandparents use Yahoo <laughs> to describe a certain demographic of people. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but like they, a Yahoo is like usually to them like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this wild, loud, like senior <laughs> Yahoo. Yeah, so it's it's kind of funny because I was like, okay, that's that's it was just funny to me, 
But Yahoo was a real term that dates back even before the term Yali. So the Aboriginal people of Australia really genuinely use this word. It was also called the hairy man, Australian ape, or Australian gorilla, which is just like another example of why a lot of people think it might be an undiscovered species. It's believed to be an undiscovered marsupial or like primate, like I said, that was presumably, I can't speak, presumably extinct by the early 1900s, which is why it's thought to like still not actually be discovered. The Yahoo itself dates back much longer in oral stories to the Aboriginal people, believing that they were aggressive and violent at many times. Newspapers back in the late 1800s that referenced the Yowie seem to call this an Australian ape of sorts. So, like I said, that helps fuel the fire that this was an ape that's now extinct. It's also interesting to note that there is a lot of Aboriginal cave art that depicts a hairy ape-like creature, similar to what a Yowie is described as nowadays. This creature is often depicted near the humans in the drawings, making it seem like at one point they coexisted with humans. In fact, one tribe admits that according to their legends, their people did at one point coexist with the Yowie people, saying that they lived the Yowie lived in clans, but then eventually it didn't work out. There were a lot of tales of them attacking the human tribes, and then them separating and kind of going their own ways and keeping their distance. The Aboriginal people often warned the early British settlers of an ape-like creature in the mountains and forests across Australia. So there was definitely something out there, but whether it was a Yowie or not, kind of to be determined. Sometimes in our past episodes, we have covered cryptids who have only been spotted in certain areas. Just like Bigfoot, I feel like the Bigfoot territory is quite large. (laughs) In this case, the Yowie's territory is very expansive. Uh, It is literally all of the Australian territories, but I'm going to list them. The Great Dividing Range, the Northern Territory, the Australian Capital Territory, South Australia, Western Australia, New South Wales, Victoria, and Queensland. In a column published in 1987 by the Sydney Morning Herald, a popular paper out of Sydney, Australia, the first Yowie sighting was said to be as early as 1795. However, if we take a look at the history of sightings and published works, it is a little more recent than that. In the 1850s, the first written accounts of what was called indigenous apes at the time appeared in publications of Australian Town and Country Journal. Side note, I thought it was really funny that there was like a Town and Country Journal in 1850s. (laughs) I feel like that's like a a very modern day (laughs) magazine. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe we thought it was modern day. Maybe, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, maybe that's just me. Who knows? (laughs) 
Well, in November of 1876, there's actually an article in this journal that was asking readers, like, who has not heard of the stories of these unearthly animals or inhumane creatures, which was known as the Yahoo, Devil Devil, or the Hairy Man of the Woods. So, in other words, like, in 1876, it was like, oh, everyone's heard of these stories. Everyone knows this story. So, I, I thought that was interesting because... I don't know. I, it's just like it was so common back then. Six years later, an article would come out titled Australian Apes, where a naturalist by the last name Mikui <laughs> recounted a sighting. Sorry, the last name was really funny to me. <laughs> uh, but he recounted a sighting of one of these indigenous apes on the south coast of New South Wales. His encounter described the ape as shortly oops as as short roughly five feet tall tailless with dirty red or black colored fur small and beady eyes and matted hair all on its head he tried to throw a stone at it but it was it got frightened off and ran away he then offered to capture the ape for the australian museum for compensation but never did. <laughs> so I guess A for effort. He was trying to get paid somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do what you got to do, I guess. Uh, I guess I agree. <laughs> In 1912, supposedly there was another outbreak in these ape sightings all across Australia. In a published collection of writings regarding the gold fields near Hill End in New South Wales. There were references to the Yowie. It mentioned it, it to be a species of, and I hope I say this right, Bunyip, which is actually another mythical Aboriginal creature. The Bunyip is like, it reminds me of like, not a troll, but like it's an animal that lurks in like swamps and lakes or lagoons. You know, I can like picture this is like if you're walking over a bridge of water, over water, like this is where you're going to encounter this creature. Like Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a like a troll type, like a bunyip. I don't know. It like has like a. But the pictures don't. Although I will say that, like, descriptions of a bunyip vary throughout all of, like, Aboriginal culture that I could find. So, like, there is no set description of what it is. It's just, like, this beast. <laughs> this troll. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> In 1977 in New South Wales... It was reported in a paper that residents on Oxley Island recently heard screaming noises by an an unknown animal at night. The article also mentioned this famous cryptozoologist, Rex Gilroy, was set to arrive in that area soon to hunt for the Yowie. So it's believed that what the residents were hearing was a Yowie. Also in 1977, (laughs) this might be one of my favorites. Sightings. A former Queensland senator, Bill O'Chee, told the Go Old I can't talk, told the Gold Coast Bulletin, a newspaper in the area, that he had seen a Yowie while on a school trip in Springbrook. 
he compared the creature to Chewbacca from Star Wars and told reporters that it had to be at least 10 feet tall. And Chewbacca. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that is a good comparison, I would say. But it's still funny. It's extra funny because the first Star Wars movie came out that year. Okay, so that is extra funny then. I'm like, what's going on here? (laughs) But yeah, I was like, okay. Good comparison there. (laughs) From a former senator. (laughs) I mean, that was probably the big thing, though. It was everywhere. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's still funny, though. (laughs) Yes. In 1994, uh, another famous Yowie hunter who went by the name of Tim the Yowie Man (laughs) claimed to have spotted on... Claimed to have spotted in the Brindabella Ranges of New South Wales, a Yowie himself. But it was too far away to actually get any closer to it. In 1996, a couple on vacation in New South Wales claimed to have seen a Yowie between Braidwood and the coast while driving. They described it as a shaggy creature walking upright, standing roughly seven feet tall with disproportionately long arms and seemingly no neck. I will say because it's so like muscular and slimmer than a Bigfoot, often it's described with like almost no neck. (laughs) I don't know if it's just meaty at the top or what. (laughs) In the late 1990s, there was also several reports of Yowie sightings in the area near Asai, I don't know how to say this, Akaisai Hills. I just butchered that name. It's A-C-A-C-I-A. So, some mountain range. (laughs) A-C-A-C-I-A. Yeah. Akaya? Akaya? I I almost wanted to say it like acai berries, (laughs) but I know it's not. Wrong answer. I have no idea. Um, but it's in the Northern Territory. Honestly, I've made it this far and that was the first word I butchered. So I'm pretty proud of myself. But this uh, site, one of the like famous sightings in that area was actually by a mango farmer who went, who was named Katrina Tucker, who reported in 1970. 1970, 1997, that she had been just meters or feet away from a hairy humanoid creature on her property, which she was sure was a Yowie. She had taken pictures of the footprint on the property at this time. And I guess these are super famous footprint pictures that are still like associated with Yowie sightings. Now, if you notice, like, a lot of the 70s and the 90s, there were a lot of sightings. But, like, it hasn't stopped. (laughs) In August of 2000, a Canberra man, Steve Piper, was in the New South Wales area when he claimed to have caught a Yowie on the video. He described it as an unknown bipedal beast in the Brindabella Mountains. The footage has become known as the Piper film. Also, 
just to mention and point this out, this is the second sighting I personally have mentioned in the Brindabella mountain range. So there is definitely something going on in that area. <laughs> in 2010, another man in Canberra, which is an Australian capital territory, claimed he saw an animal in which he described looked like, and I quote, a juvenile covered in hair with long arms that almost touched the ground in his garage. He was not sure what it was. It ran off when it saw him. But based off the description, a friend suggested it definitely sounded like a Yowie, so they reported it. In March of 2011, a person reported to the New South Wales National Parks and Wildlife Service of spotting a yaoi in the Blue Mountains at Springwood. The witness filmed the creature and took pic pictures of the footprints it left, but yet again, nothing really came of this. There were no other like concrete evidence that they could find or locate this animal. In May of 2012, just over a year later, a U.S. television crew claimed to have captured audio recordings of a yaoi in a remote area on the New South Wales and Queensland border. This was, like, never verified from what I can tell. <laughs> then in June of 2013, a Lismore resident in the New South Wales area claimed to have seen a yaoi just north of Bexhill, so a city not far from where they lived. The following year, in March 2014, two Yowie hunters claimed to have filmed the Yowie in South Queensland using an infrared tree camera. They also claimed that they collected fur samples and found large footprints. Again, nothing has really come of this. And earlier I mentioned that <laughs> it was like my favorite sighting was the one referencing Chewbacca. I lied. <laughs> it's this one. In the fall of 2014, a man from Gympie, a city in Queensland, told members of the media that he had encountered Yowies on several occasions, including speaking with them and teaching some English to a very large male Yowie in the bush north of northeast of the city Gympie. So this man supposedly could communicate with Yowies. This guy is psycho. <laughs> um, I mean that would probably be what I say. <laughs> and it's just like a casual, like, oh yeah, I know them. We're buds. Like <laughs> not like you've talked about this previously. It's just like now I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, it's it's just, like, so random and so weird. So random. Several people in Port Douglas also have claimed to see Yowies to news outlets near Mowbray and at the Rocky Point range. And that's in, like, the last, you know, less than 10 years as well. So, as I mentioned, you know, those older sightings, but... Don't let those fool you. Sightings are continuously happening for the Yowie throughout Australia. In 2020 alone, there were six separate sightings in the just in the Queensland Territory that were reported to authorities. And most of these sightings actually occur along highways, which is interesting. I know we've talked about that before, like the sighting of 
<laughs> you know, like the Michigan dog man along a, ha- a highway and things like that. So the, I thought that was really the, interesting. Yeah, the Beast, Beast of Bray Road. Yeah, the Beast of Bray Road. Like a lot of creatures are seen <laughs> along a highway. So I don't have, I have some fun facts before I kind of dive in. Were there any other things you wanted to add before I dive into like, what do you think? <laughs> so then no, because I think what I want to add is more of a, what do you think? Okay. So I'll just give my two, li- or I have three facts and then how I heard about this. And then we'll dive into that real quick. Perfect. So in the mid 1970s, the Queen Bayonne Festival Board, along with the 2CA, offered a reward of 200000 AU to anyone who could capture and present a yaoi. Fun fact, I tried to look it up and convert it from the 70s to American, like, U.S. dollars. It was about, only about $211,000. But also, fun fact, nowadays, the AU is worth more than the U.S. dollar. Uh, <laughs> but... The reason I brought this up is that was a big reward posted at the time, and it's never been claimed. So I I love to see some unclaimed reward money for uh, cryptids. (laughs) Is it still out there? The reward? I think so. Oh! Yeah. I wanted to plan another trip. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of reasons I'd like to go to Australia, but, like, wandering in the mountain (laughs) range is not one of them. Have you seen what their centipedes look like? Like, I'm not trying to go out there. Not not particularly, but um, I can oh, only imagine. That you should Google just... it later. It's like oh, a terrifying God. image that will live with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't know if I want that. <laughs> I'll just send you a picture. <laughs> okay. So, the Springbrook area in southeast Queensland has actually had more Yowie reports than any other area in Australia, supposedly. I know from, like, the accounts I mentioned, New South Wales had, like, a lot of them. It's just really hard to track down a lot of firsthand accounts. But I did find a chart, and it says 51% of all sightings have occurred in Queensland, and then 41% in New South Wales. So that's just south of the first one. So, like, they're right in the same area. Uh, So I thought that was really interesting that they're, like, right there. The rest of the country has had sightings, obviously, but those are the primary locations. There is a website to report Yowie sightings, www.yowiesightings.com, if you're interested. They also share accounts on there, so that's very... It's like a something you could lose yourself on. <laughs> Great. I don't know if I need any more of those in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> so many, so many rabbit holes that we just get stuck in permanently. Seriously. <laughs> and then my last fun fact is how I actually heard of this creature. You never watched American Horror Story, right? We've talked about this before. I've seen the first like three seasons but that was it okay so last year they came out with american horror stories which was like a season but they were all short stories like a couple episodes were connected and then a couple more but then like there were a couple standalone episodes where it was just like um 
not like a Twilight Zone or like an I don't I don't know how to like I mean some of the characters like the actors might have even been same in different episodes but like they just had their own things going on like they played whole new people it was really interesting but anyways there's an episode and I can't remember what U.S. state they're in but there's like a park ranger and they're lost in the woods and anyways these creatures come and are like coming and attacking (laughs) and it's like a husband and a wife and they're like what the fuck are these things what's going on and the park ranger is originally australian and he was like where i'm from they call these galleys and i was like oh what is this when i watched that episode like a year ago and so i googled it and i was like oh my god these things are like bigfoots and it it was very interesting because it wasn't what they described in the show or like had portrayed in the show at all (laughs) what was being portrayed in the show was like my description of what would be like inbred mountain people (laughs) okay okay that's like what was going on in my opinion but (laughs) I thought it was really interesting and I've had it on my list to cover and do this forever because of that I was like oh I've never heard of it (laughs) that is interesting especially to like look it up I feel like Proof that we literally get inspiration anywhere. (laughs) Seriously. So, Sid, what do you think? Do you think yaoi's are real? Yes. Do you? (laughs) There was zero hesitation there. So, okay. The, did you look at just, like, so I just did, like, a generic, like, Google search of, like, all the pictures, like, that are out there of, like, pictures that people took or, like, the different videos and stuff. And... And I don't know if this is one of the sightings that you reference in particular, because I don't know exactly what year it was. But the thermal images that are on there, did you see those? Yes. So I have seen the images, but I did talk about that sighting. Okay. I'm actually going to look it up right now. So there's thermal images, and then there's also, like, a video. and So it's, like, a video, and then it's almost like a screenshot of a video. But there's one video in particular where it's, like, this creature is kind of, like, bending over. And it does not look like the same, necessarily, like, movements that a human would make. Like, if it was a human in, like, a um, suit or, you know, something just intimidating it. Interesting. But I thought that those, I watched that thermal video, like, over and over and over and over. it's a literally like a four second video and I watched it probably a hundred times when I did my research. So I was like, <laughs> this thing is weird as hell. But like the just in particularly like showing the movement that it's making, like really threw me off. But there are a lot of weird images out there and I do feel like there's a handful, like in any case, where there's, you know, Bigfoot and it's like that looks like it's somebody's cousin dressed up in a fur suit. But There's some out there that are pretty bizarre. I would have to agree. Some of them are a little out there. But there are, like, a lot of yaoi hunters, which is it's just like Bigfoot. There are Bigfoot hunters. It's true. There's a candy called yaoi. Like, I found their website. (laughs) (laughs) I found, like, a yaoi.com, and I got so excited. And then I was looking at it, and I was like, this is like candy and toys Mm. but yeah it's uh I don't think I mean I 
I have a lot of hot takes on Bigfoot. <laughs> Potentially that, like, I think Bigfoot could be maybe an alien. Uh, which I <laughs> I know is probably not a common thought <laughs> for people. <laughs> so you're but, saying, like, that could be the reasoning for why no one was able to catch it? Correct. Always, okay. I mean, I I'm not necessarily like, opposed to that. Like, it's a ghost. Yeah, kind of, but an alien. <laughs> I mean, yeah, or, like, some paranormal creature, like... Yeah, something. It's not, it's not uncommon for, like, the different tribes and stuff um, for there to be sightings of, you know, the Indians, like, on those areas, or the Native Americans, like, in that those areas. Maybe there's sightings of these, like paranormal creatures that were or these creatures that were back then but in reality it's a ghost yes and I will say the fact that this is rooted in like aboriginal oral history is a big one for me this is like a big indicator that this something like this probably existed at some point in time and I know that's like far-fetched because uh I I think, like, a lot of people are offended by, like, the real term. Um, Like, I've heard a podcast call them, like, flush pedestrians. Um, There's, like, a ranch in Arizona named after this. Are you, do you, are you picking up what I'm putting down or no? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. (laughs) I don't want to, like, blatantly say it because from everything I've gathered, like, this is, like, a, like, a really taboo word. You're not supposed to say it, I guess. Yeah. But, so that's, like, that concept is rooted in Native American history and, like, um, in the U.S. and, like, word of mouth and uh, their oral traditions and all of that. I think that it's not abnormal to think that something like that existed. Now, whether that is some sort of ape, (laughs) uh, I don't know. And maybe that was, and maybe it was, like, a, a creature, an animal, at yeah. some point in time that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, we really don't know. But I think that how the Aboriginal people knew of a Yahweh or Yahoo or Hairy Man or whatever, I think that really could be real. I just don't know if it's what we know it as now, but <laughs> I don't know. But I also, I think it's in some way so (laughs) I guess yeah and that's like I mean I know we've talked about this before but like it's interesting to think about there's a lot of uncharted territories out there whether it's yes I mean you said a lot of the sightings are like in this mountain range and in that specific area there's a lot of areas for us that maybe we're not able to get to that they might be hiding out or they're aware of you know who we are or you know, maybe some of the things that we do, they can hear us walking, they can hear us talking, and they've already hided or are hiding in their little cave or whatever, wherever they do. Maybe they're in trees. Who knows? I absolutely agree. I I don't think it's, like, ab- abnormal to think that at all, no. <laughs> to be honest. No, uh, I don't think so. So I'm, I'm interested to see, like, what other people think. So definitely, you know, comment on our social media because I'm curious if you think a Yowie would exist or if it's just some creature. I mean, there's a, or like some old ape or whatever. <laughs> uh, 
I think it is interesting because there are a lot of people with very strong convictions on both sides, whether they're Yowie hunters or whether they're adamantly trying to prove like Yowie's never even existed. So I thought that was really interesting, I shall say. It's quite interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm glad we kind of agree. <laughs> kind of agree. I don't know about, I mean, I get the whole alien thing, but I guess I don't think that they're taking off on their little aliens, alien space shuttles. They're just getting well, yeah, up. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or like, not even like an alien. Like, I think Bigfoot maybe doesn't, isn't natural to this dimension or something. Okay, that would make sense. I don't I don't know how to maybe he's a I don't think it's natural to this earth and this coming, land as we know it. But maybe he like is a time traveler. Maybe. I mean <laughs> there are a million possibilities honestly. In there my are opinion. so many possibilities. It's absolutely insane. I will say I'm not naive. I know that like the first famous like Bigfoot prints that were found and all that stuff. I know that it's been proven like that that was a hoax. No, those were real. Okay, well it was <laughs> just footprints like that were very famous in like the seventies were like a hoax. But like there well, were the, Bigfoot sightings before that. Yeah, and I I feel like that that's the case with like any sort of like cryptid sort of creature. You know, there's the hoaxes of like mermaids. Yeah. Bigfoot, like, there's always going to be the fakers that want to get paid quick and, like, oh, we're going to fake this. Even, like, fairies, like, yeah. in the early 1900s, like, there's all kinds of stuff. They're trying to just get a nice paycheck. Yeah, I would agree. That also makes it harder for us that are open to believing in these things because, come on. Yeah, then there's so much doubt and, like, if people are, like, blatantly taking advantage of it. But I want to believe that there is, like, other things out there that I just might not have been exposed to. Like you said, there's so many parts that, and we've talked about this so many times, too, like, there are things that we haven't explored. (laughs) There are areas that are still left untouched. I mean, I've gone to Tennessee twice, right, in the last two years I've stayed in the Great Smoky Mountains area and it's so mind-blowing going into the Great Smoky Mountains like national forest and we've taken rides up the mountains and like yeah there are roads yeah there are some trails you can go on but think of how much is like untouched how much people like don't don't see a lot a lot really (laughs) a lot (laughs) And that's just like in one area. I think there's just there's so much out there that we don't we don't know. Yeah. Which I'm I'm glad. I don't want humans to take over every single little speck of earth. So <laughs> we are Which, overpopulated anyways. <laughs> and that's true. I guess it's just like one of those things like that. It would be interesting to know if some of these things are real or if they're yes. just our minds believing something else. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta put some CCTV footage, cameras yeah. randomly in the woods everywhere. Just a lot of unanswered <laughs> what questions we for me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we'll go get a deer cam out there somewhere. 
man, I've been wanting to put a wild loaf camera up in my backyard. <laughs> really? I feel yeah, like it would... you can get like a one that's like a night vision one too yeah. for not that expensive. I can just like connect it to my Wi-Fi, and then we have like a bat box in our backyard, so like we yeah. want to see that. And I have something digging in my garden, and I want to see if it's like a skunk or just a squirrel or. <laughs> Like, I just want to see what the hell is going on. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's valid. I think it would freak me out, though. Like, if I did see... I mean, I want to know about these things. But yes. if I saw something else, I would probably be like, great, now what do I do with this? Listen, I helped my grandpa the last time I was in Florida <laughs> set up his trail cam because he had a um, an armadillo. I was trying to think of the word. An armadillo burrowing... And he thought it was under, like, burrowed kind of underneath his deck or underneath his, like, screened-in patio or whatever. Okay. And got under there somehow. And, like, we could see a little bit where the hole was, but he didn't know if it was alone. He didn't know what the patterns were. And he wanted to, like, basically block it out and not have to trap it in there. And... Anyways, so we set up his trail cam at night to see when the armadillo, try to capture when the armadillo leaves and when it comes, like, comes back. And uh, <laughs> there were definitely pictures that were creepy on there. At one point, I went back and was like, did you just see this picture? And he just looked at me. And I was like, what the heck is that? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm just going to delete this and pretend we never looked at this picture. Like, what? I don't That's know how creepy. to describe it. It, like, gave me goosebumps. Then yes. there was, like, a freaking bobcat in the neighborhood. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things, like, that should not be there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that cat is way too large. <laughs> that That's is not a house cat. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, but it was just, it was so weird. There were people, like, we caught random people, like, walking. And so, like, some of them, I, I could tell it was, like, a person walking their dog that was, like, a little distorted. <laughs> oh, my God. But I'm like, what the heck? It was it was very creepy. This this is wild. Uh, yeah, this is just another reason so, why I think you should not get one. You're going to okay. see weird shit. You're going to see what you want to see, but you're also going to see a bunch of weird shit. And then you're going to be like, then I'm going to get involved. Like, we have to move out of this house right now. Yep. You're going to be sending me pictures. Oh, okay. Wild. Maybe that's why I subconsciously haven't done it. Probably. Okay. Well. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> well, anything else to add to the topic of the yaoi? <laughs> the yaoi is real. That is all. I definitely want some yaoi merch. Like, I, I have a lot of Bigfoot merch. <laughs> is it out there? Did you see? Did you see any yeah. yaoi merch? There's stuff out there? Yeah, I want I mean, like, a t-shirt. That'd be cool. That's a good uh, conversation piece, I feel like, too. People would be like, what is that? Isn't yeah. that Bigfoot? I I agree. I should definitely look into this. I think you should. <laughs> Ho- hopefully it's on Amazon. <laughs> Probably. Or like Etsy. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is what I'll be doing after we're done recording. <laughs> Send me pics. Okay. <laughs> Well, you got some jokes and facts for us, or what? Uh, Of course. Sweet. 
Uh, let's go fact first. I like this trend. Okay, so we were definitely talking about this last week. I don't know if it was in the actual episode or not. But uh, the Taco Bell Mexican pizza has made its return. Woohoo! I already ate one. I know, and I'm actually really freaking jealous. I think I'm I might sorry. get one after, <laughs> after we record this because I keep seeing people posting and I'm like, oh my I've god. I've seen so many posts so where bomb. people are like, this isn't even that good. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> They're so good. Um, so the, the Mexican pizza was first introduced in 1985. As the pizzazz, p- pizzazz pizza. Pizzazz. 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 It doesn't look like how pizzazz, I feel like, should be spelled. <laughs> There's too many Z's. Oh, that's so weird. Pizzazz pizza. <laughs> pizzazz. But in 1985, and then it left, like, what? In, like, 2019? Yeah, I left, like, either right at the beginning of COVID or right before COVID. I think it was in the beginning of COVID. And then... And well, we can thank the... Dolly Parton and Doja Cat for... <laughs> for Wait, the... did you see that there's going to be a <laughs> Taco Bell play or something like that? No. A Taco Bell musical? What? No. <laughs> Hold on. I did not see this. Taco Bell's Mexican pizza is back. Here's how you can order one at home. That's not what I want. Dolly Parton and Doja Cat are among the performers contributing to Mexican pizza, the musical. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, on TikTok. It's premiering on TikTok. I'm going to have to stalk. I'm going to have to go look at Doja Cat and Dolly Parton. And some TikTok influencers. Dear Lord. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, remove the item in November 2022 at the height of COVID lockdowns. November of 20. 20. We're in 20. We're in 2022. Oh, 2020 <laughs> is what yeah. I meant. I don't okay. is that what, not what I said. <laughs> you said November of 2022. Oh. <laughs> November of 2020. I was, I was 2 like, years they, ago. Are they going to get rid of it again? Like are you predicting the future? Come on. Don't do me like that. There was a change.org petition with more than 170,000 signatures There's to probably get it back. That they do that, I feel like, pretty often, like, with um, all those fast food things, though. Like, what, what else came back recently? Uh, Isn't that how they got natural fries back, though, too? That's how they got the... Chicken fingers? High C orange back at McDonald's. High C orange, that's what it was. Heck one, yeah, love me some high C orange. <laughs> I signed one recently for to get the snack wraps back at McDonald's. Oh, um, I do like snack wraps. McDonald's R. pizza? They have pizza? They used to have pizza. Look it up. I wouldn't eat McDonald's it pizza. It looked bomb. <laughs> the Subway pizza is the best Was that the ever. joke? Was that the joke? <laughs> no. That was the truth. That was another fact. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, there's, like, a video that I see occasionally, and there's, like, one McDonald's in the States that still sells the pizza, and it's in, like, a Virginia or something, and there was, like, a group of boys that, like, drove all the way, like, went on a road trip to this McDonald's to get the pizza, and they were, like, it was pretty good, but it was, like, something in, like, the 90s or, like, early 2000s, they had pizza. 
Oh, that's so stressful to me. <laughs> well, I would not eat that. It looks bomb. Okay, well, maybe I'll change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hit me with a joke. Why didn't Superman eat the nachos at the Taco Tuesday dinner? Why? He's afraid of that chip tonight. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hate it here. (laughs) That is so bad. That that one, not in my top favorites. (laughs) Afraid of the chip tonight. I, I knew it was going to have to do with kryptonite somehow. Chip tonight. But it was chip tonight, so that's where I failed. Man. <laughs> well, folks, you can find us on Facebook, Tacos and Tequila Podcast. On Instagram, which is Tacos and Tequila. We have a website, tacosandtequilapodcast.com, has links to all our Spotify episodes, as well as sources, summaries, and cute pictures of us when we were little. So cute. (laughs) If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you leave a rating and a review. It helps us get noticed. It's really cool to see what you guys like, and it just makes us feel great. Uh, Very much agreed. (laughs) And I think that's it. Am I missing anything? I I think that's it. Sweet. Well, this episode comes out right after Memorial Day here in the U.S. So any of you that celebrated, I hope you had a fantastic three-day weekend in Memorial Day. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Sweet. I guess we will talk to you next week then, everyone. Bye. Bye.